Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bristol, and welcome to Bang Bang Podcast. Yes, we're back after a week's break. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've got a lot of uni stuff going on, so I, I took the chance to have a week off. I think the kids are off school as well, but that was that was nothing to do with it. If anything, I needed to do the podcast more when the kids are off school, because, yeah, any excuse to drink, really. But, um, yeah, so nice week off. Uh, the last episode we did was with our mate Tom Simpson, but Elimination Chamber 2015, if you want to go and check that out. Um, that was quite good. I mean, Tom's a top guy. He's been on the show a few times. A few people comment on his dulcet, sexy Scottish accent. I'm not sure if that was some comment about my accent. I don't know, but um, people seem to take a liking to that. Um, he's uh, a published horror author. We spoke about it before, but he's got two books out. One of us, which I've got, which is, is very good, and Blackened. Um, and they're both, I think they're probably out there on Amazon. If you'd contact Tommy, he'd be able to get you some copies. We should get him to an audiobook, really, with his sexy Glaswegian uh, <laughs> voice. I've received messages from him very late at night after watching Rangers games. He doesn't sound very sexy then, I can say. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was our last episode. Um, obviously, thank you to Black Lakes, as always, for our sexy few. I was just, I said sexy about four times already in this episode. <laughs> I've been drinking, so but yeah, our sexy theme tune from uh, Black Lakes. They played a gig um, in Wales at the Forgehead Festival. I think probably about by the time this comes out, probably about two weeks ago. And by all reports, they tore the house down. So I've been I've been led to believe. I can completely believe that as well. Speaking of Scotland, they're coming to Scotland in early July uh, to play a few gigs. So we've got a lot of Scottish listeners. So if anyone in the uh, Scotland area. <laughs> narrow it down a little bit. But anyone in Scotland fancy's gonna watch Black Lakes play live, then um take the opportunity. If you check their website, it's probably more reliable on dates than I am after two bottles of Moretti. So um big bottles as well, I'm not a lightweight. So go and check out blacklakes.com if that's a thing. It might not be a thing, but go and check their Twitter out. Um yeah, and obviously their album for all we've left behind is available now in all types of record shops that kind of thing uh this week i've uh i'm joined by um there's a few people that i feel responsible for letting these people into the into the podcast <laughs> world obviously morty is is one of them um and i kind of feel like uh like he's by some sort of adopted uh cockney stepson it's uh it's Millville chris good evening sir yeah i'm not sure what to make an angel <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you the stepson or am I the stepson? I'm not sure. How old are you? Uh, 48. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm only I'm 43. You are a young looking 43. Uh, yeah, you're an old looking 43. You're a young looking 48. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, I think. <laughs> but I've got, I mean, look at my beard's white. And, I mean, I've got quite a white yeah, beard. Yeah, if, if mine gets a little bit, I've got more colouring. So. Mm. We've got similar hairstyles. So. Yes, we have. Mine's just a bit long. Uh, but neither of us are affiliated to the... EDF in any uh, EDF no, no. EDL. EDL mate. EDF, EDF. I, do, I do owe him some money. So That's a furniture uh, shop in it. EDF. EDF. Oh no, EDF. EDF the electric people, isn't it? Okay. What's the? There is a furniture. Yeah. There. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. There is a. There's a furniture place. Um. But yeah, I mean the yeah. The, I'm not affiliated with any uh free letter abbreviations beginning with E. No, um. De- definitely not. As I pointed out. Yesterday evening on somebody else's. Oh, wow. You've been, you've been putting about a bit, have you? <laughs> well, this week I have. It's two in a week. So I can yeah. Ain't had that for a <laughs> No, well. 
<laughs> um, I, I was on a podcast last night on uh, Free Peeps in the Podcast, uh, which is out. It'll be out now. It is out now as we speak. So it'll definitely be out by the time this one's done. And we're, they're doing a thing of um, they, uh, it's a Bristol podcast. For those of you that haven't listened to it before, uh, Patch, the uh, the boss of that one's on with me next week. But they normally talk about, um, they were going for years and they were talking about kind of Bristol based chit chat and stuff like that. And Patch is a big city fan. So that, uh, at the start of COVID, they started doing sort of post-match shows as well. And during the uh, you know the off season for football, they come up with the idea, which is partially nicked from me. So I obviously I had to go on the first one just to because it's a disclaimer basically. Patrick was like, I've got this idea, which basically is your idea. But if you if I let you come on the first show, can we use it? And I was like, yeah, if you want, yeah. But um, they're talking about sort of getting a guest on each week to talk about a classic game, and then from that week in history, they talk about the top ten. In the pop charts. Terrible, mate. Which is, yeah. But I was on there talking about, um, I'm sure you remember this, Chris, when we beat Hereford 3-0 in the uh, Freight Rover Trophy Area final second leg in 986. Um, I know you're yeah. all at home now. It's, it's in my top 15 matches, mate, <laughs> yeah. of all time. I know you're all at home now, you know. <laughs> Googling. Yeah, Googling it. Um, <laughs> but actually on that show as well was um, Alan Walsh, Actually, he wasn't actually on the show. Patch interviewed him earlier on that day. Uh, you don't know Alan Walsh is there. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, mate. Somebody, somebody else is just a face. Okay, right. Face. That's fine. That's fine. Thank you for disappearing that person. <laughs> yeah, so I was on that. I was on that show with um, Alan Walsh, who's uh, an ex-City player. Did he play for anybody else? He did, yeah. He played for? He played for Besiktas. After us. How random is that? <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, he was um, he was yeah, he was great, one of our sort of best players in the eighties. But he was on the show anyway, not at the same time as me. But I'll, I'll claim it because yeah. he's one of my heroes. Patch interviewed him earlier on in the day, um, and sort of played the interview into the show. And the fun fact about Alan Walsh is that his daughter got married to uh, Kelsey Grammer. So <laughs> technically, I was on a I was on a podcast with a, a member of Kelsey Grammer's <laughs> family. There's a famous picture actually of um because he when he left City, he left City like twenty years later, he was doing coaching. He ended up coaching at Rovers. So there is quite a famous picture of Kelsey Grammer in the stand at uh, Bristol Rovers uh-huh. looking quite bored. Looking <laughs> quite baffled. <probably. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were on a podcast last night with Morty and Fitch, and I was on one with um a relative of Kelsey Grammer's, so Yeah, I don't, I don't know who it was. Well, no, no. Well the people who listen to Morty and Fitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um so another thing, I went to see um, Block Party on Tuesday in Bristol. Have you heard of Block Party, Chris? Yeah. Good, because Patch I was on with last night had no idea no about what were. So good. I'm glad to see someone else has got some taste in music. <laughs> At least I like it. <laughs> what was the um? Yeah, yeah. What was the last concert you went to? Concert I went to be a few years back now. That would have been uh, Backstreet Boys. Okay. <laughs> My okay. wife is a huge fan, and when I is say she? huge, I mean proper big time. So usually, usually reach into the coffers of the pockets and um, get as close as we can. And um, she's even touched one of them once. And I, I think that that was actually better than the day she married me. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've paid quite a lot of money for tickets, and basically, what I see is the back of it because she's yeah. in front of me and just screaming, screams for two hours, which is great. I, I mean, you look at other people sitting in the audience, and there's people obviously accompanying, probably don't want to be there. Mm. Are a company people and they're sleeping in their chairs, <laughs> and I think what's the point? You might as well just not go. <laughs> do you, uh, do you, can I you remember which one she touched? 
Yeah, a favourite one. Do you know any of the members of the Backstreet Boys? Um, they don't be shy. No, <laughs> I couldn't probably name them. There's a blonde. Uh, there's a blonde guy, isn't there? That's uh, probably Nick. Okay, there's sort of two <laughs> tall guys with dark hair. How many? Yeah. Have, how many was that? It was there's five. Five of, five of them. I'm struggling because I'm. I'm was one called Brian? Was one called Brian? Yep, Brian. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, well Turn this into a regular feature. And Joey. Andy names boy bambas. Who? It's Joey. Joey, no, that's Nick. <laughs> <the black way. laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I could name, I could fully name all of. There's Joey, Jordan, yeah, there you go. You're the uh, Donnie, Brian, um, <laughs> Brian, Brian was a slightly odd-looking one, wasn't he? <laughs> 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 he used to play Herman Munster, Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, her her favourite one was um, AJ. Okay. So he was probably considered the sort of. Like, he was a hot one, was he? Like the bad one. The Jordan bad one. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, she likes the bad boys. Isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not why she likes. No, okay. Pregnant at the time off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, right. This is our third appearance on the show, so yeah. Can you remember, so what the first one was? The first one, if we're keeping kayfabe, was the World oh, yeah. War Three, wasn't it? That yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, then we had the when you were doing the Christmas ones. So yeah. The, um, the, last summer. Uh, yeah. Horse, yep. Last summer, <laughs> Horseman versus um, Doom. Yeah. The street fight. And then from from there is maybe uphill and downhill. <laughs> well, Depending yeah. on how you judge the other ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been on UCC podcast, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Good guys. Very. very mm. I'm not. I'm saying you're not. But I mean, they proper know their own ones. Whereas you wing it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching. Um, <laughs> I was off today, so yeah. I watched uh, Dynamite this morning in bed. Yeah. And when um, the big thing was about, oh, uh, Will Ospreay was on Dynamite yeah. last night. Yeah, I saw the bit where he yeah. I, I had literally no idea who that was when he came, when he came out. Do you know what? <laughs> now, I only saw the clip right, it's on Twitter. Right? Yeah. And I looked it, and until I think it might have been uh, Shivani, went, oh, it's Will Ospreay. Because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know any of these oh, New Japan know. guys. Yeah. I, I really struggle to keep. Do you know what? I'll be honest. I like to watch. Can't find the time to watch. So literally, I've got parts of probably their last three, four big events where I've watched bits of. Like, yeah. Um, I haven't got the. Anyway, I don't remember the last time I've do remember last. It was this one. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. An hour as a pay per view is an ideal length. An hour and a half, yeah. two hours. Four hours is. Uh, yeah. Four hours. Mm. Skip telling the sale. I knew the results. All she said was. Yeah, Cody's arm didn't look very good. <laughs> no. Well, again, I, I mentioned on Terra, I um, pulled my, uh, I strained my pectoral muscle. Yeah. I have self-diagnosed. <laughs> but um, again, I thought I was having a heart attack then <laughs> for a little bit because it's really, really, really painful. And it's yeah. right in that area of your chest as well. Um, I was just straining it. And I was lifting my daughter off the floor, bending over when she was little and picking was her up because she was a beast. Oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, tell the full story. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was trying to. <laughs> well, I mean, she, I dropped her, so yeah. <laughs> um, and that, that, yeah, that hurt. So I'd imagine he was in quite a lot of pain. But he's nuts, isn't he? Yeah. The stuff he was doing in AEW come the end, where he was jumping through bloody tables on fire and things like that. I think. I mean, I, f- I find him interesting to the degree <laughs> apart. You mean not necessarily the matches? I don't. Yeah. His matches, but I think he's. I suppose his ability on the mic and to sort of convince you of a story, I think he's very good at. He can hook you into it. His matches, take them or leave them. But yeah. I think if you draw somebody with a story, they don't. 
Yeah, that was the thing that I was kind of, when he came in, I was like, I mean, you can give him all the build in the world and give yeah. it a push and give it a promo time. But ultimately, when it comes to wrestling, it's still Cody Rhodes. It's still Cody yeah, Rhodes, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No. But, yeah. But, I mean, this will probably help his character when he comes back. Yeah. You know? WWE, Randy Orton. And the, the, the noise for him alone just... And, you mean, he's teamed up with Fiddle at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. Yeah. He's not, he just seems to be enjoying it. And I think yeah. He just, he's like, uh, you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever's happened to him in the last year or so is, but then there's another thing they can run with Cody. And yeah. Before in it, so yeah. There's a lot, of, there's a lot of stuff for Cody to do, but to stay healthy, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But, but right. So, um, I forgot what we we're talking about. So we were talking about, uh, well, this is one of my choices. Yeah. Um, and again, so some of these choices I've made now after going back and watching the shows. I'm slightly regretting some of these, some of these choices. Did, did you just like put them on a wheel and throw a dart? Well, I looked, I, I went through these weeks them? and I looked at them. For, I think that looks quite interesting. I'm not sure whatever options there were for this week, but um, but this is what I put for. I mean, you chose it, mate. So you're, yeah, you're yeah. equally to play. You suggested it. I chose it. So <laughs> yeah, play. but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, a quick chat about football. How are you feeling about Millwall's chances for uh, next season? Well, it's what is it? Fixtures are out in two weeks. We've already we start by the end of July. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. We've let a few players go. Lost most of obviously as we had. Haven't signed anyone. So yeah, it's looking good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, I've heard Jed Wallace has been sightseeing in Bristol. How's how's uh, hunting? Is that right? Or do you know what? He's not our player, so I don't know where he is. Yeah. Uh, I think a few people, not me, he's done his time at Millwall. He's seen out his contract. If he wants to, he obviously wanted to hopefully get a Premier League move, which I don't think he'll get because I yeah. think he's that good. I don't see any in like bottom six team in the Premier looking at him and going, yeah, he'll make a difference to our team. So I think he'll probably end up getting somebody higher up in the or a considered bigger team in the championship. Yeah, Bristol City. Bristol City. I'll let you decide that one. But um, yeah, like basically somebody who's going to pay him, and that's and that's what he wants. It's going to be his last contract. So as far as I'm concerned, what he wants to do, I think it's very easy as a football fan to go, oh look, he's leaving us, blah blah blah. Yeah, but if he was in any other job, you wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eyelid. If your mate said I'm leaving because the firm down the road is going to give me fifty grand a year more. You'd go, oh, good luck to you, see you later. But because he plays for your football team, you want to start slating them off. I don't yeah. get it. I mean, there's certain players I will slate off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in different circumstances, isn't that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you have to give me these three or four weeks before the season starts. This is where I, this is where I can have some like bravado in there. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, was it the beginning of this season really well? Yeah, and yeah. I, to, I said if you if you get promoted, I'll buy Bristol and we'll go on the the tour of Bristol on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was done by Christmas. I was. Oh, we almost got relegated. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but these are those those few weeks when we're not actually playing yeah. that we can build ourselves up for the start of the season. And then we can just slowly, you know, like we normally do. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Start off like a house on fire and then plummet. Yeah, yeah, but. So Hopefully the city game this year will be on a weekend. Well, yeah, but they, they normally try and put it in they like the, the our game at home. Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Christmas. Um, mm. It's been, a, I think, it was about maybe a year or two before COVID was the last time it was a, it was a Sunday. Game. Did we beat you? Did we beat you at home this year? I don't know, mate. <laughs> because we had a, a horrendous record against you guys in recent years. One of my again, one of my. One of my favourite moments, as in, I mean, it was horrendous, but yeah. was when um, obviously we signed David James. All right, yeah. And it was a big, I mean, just after the World Cup, we played for England. It was a big, oh, we've got this marquee signing, David James. Yeah. And we had you guys first game of the season at home. I think you just come up. 
and he dicks us 3 0. <laughs> and by the end, because we were at the same end, what is now the, um, used to be the old East End, where they yeah. used to have half and half, half home yeah. fans, half away fans. So the second half was just, they were kicking up to our end of the second yeah. half. I think he got all the goals in the second half. So the whole second half was just Millwall fans taking a piss out of David James. And then we, <laughs> we joined in at the end as well, because none of us liked him either. So. <laughs> the, the last time I came to City, quite a few years ago, we finished um, one all. And um, we equalised. And um, it, was the, it was the weekend of the um, first um, Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight. Okay. And it was played on the Sunday. So I was at my mates on the Saturday, watched the fight, went to the game on the Sunday. It was losing 1 0, went for a shit, missed the fucking equalise. Oh, man. All weekend in Bristol, missed equalise. But there you go. We got but, to spend the weekend in Bristol, so. Yeah, and we got a point. <laughs> yeah. I think last time I saw us beat you guys was when um, it was like a middle of January midweek game in Harry Kane was playing for Millwall yeah. and he was fucking useless <laughs> it's like, it was really weird you didn't see a lot there's times when you go for it when you don't I mean a bit like watching around 2000 2002 and never really watched it um, but I remember seeing him play down at Millwall and he got the ball about halfway between the halfway line and the edge of the box stood there put his head up and he hit this ball and it went like a rocket and it hit the bar and I just thought you're way too good for us mate <laughs> Yeah, different levels. Like we, we once had Glenn Johnson and people, other sort of Tottenham players. And you just think, yeah, you're good. I think for, for Harry, for Kane, as he said before, he said playing for Millwall made him realise how important was because we was on the verge of getting relegated out of League One. And he said all, all people were talking about, he said around the whole club was, I mean, like he said, even the people who worked in like the canteens and stuff like that, were saying, I mean, if we go down, I'm going to lose my job. You know, he mm. said, I realised that it ain't all about just like top level football. And it was after he played on loan for us that. He, I can't remember who the manager but it started putting him in the team. Yeah, I think it was one of my mates. Yeah, one of my mates is a big Spurs fan. It was he was a bit of a joke character at first. Like he played in the I think it was Sure had played him quite a lot. Yeah. And he played in like the Europa League games and scored a few goals. And then he just kind of went from there, got the confidence, yeah. got the chance and started banging the goals in. Yeah. But we had obviously we had Tammy Abraham on loan when it was his first kind of proper oh, yeah. sort of senior football. And he got twenty three goals for us and we still stayed up penultimate game of the season. In the championship, with Tammy Abraham scored twenty goals. And it, you mean, yeah, that's what every team in the championship cries out for: just survive relegation. Yeah, unfortunately, we conceded about one hundred and twenty that season. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't really. Yeah, twenty three, but twenty were own goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we had a good team that year. But yeah, we almost went down still. But yeah, that's us. Right. So we're going back to uh, June sixteenth, nineteen ninety three. Now. For those of you that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, first of all, I apologise. <laughs> um, but uh, and you know, if you ever need to talk to anybody, you know where we are. Uh, but we covered Slamboree '93, which was the uh, well, there was a pay per view just before this, so this is like three weeks after Slamboree. So I mean, in some ways, you could say it's continuity. Yeah. If we didn't have two shows in between this and that one, but you know, still class is some sort of continuity, but. So, yeah, this is the, the follow-up pay-per-view from Slambury 93. Uh, so, we're going to cover the top 10 from this year as well. So, there may be a few. I think there's a couple of songs here that are still lingering from that previous top 10 we did. But we're going to plough ahead anyway with it. So, I, I actually I went through this top 10 and listened to most of these songs today when I was um, when I was going through them. Because some of them I hadn't heard of. So, number 10 is Lisa Stansfield in All the Right Places. Somebody who I've actually seen live. Have you? Yeah, yeah. So um, many moons ago. Okay. Yeah. 
that that was pre-wife well over 22 years ago now saw her in concert in london somewhere i quite yeah. like her so yeah so this I, was, i'm glad she doesn't sing in a normal speaking act because it's a bit she's weird. proper like, northern isn't she yeah proper, proper bloody northerners sorry to the, the, the all the northerners out there <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've got any northern listeners, we're fine. No, um, so, yeah, this I, I looked. So, this was actually written by John Barry. This sounded a bit sort of Bond esque. Yeah. Uh, but this is actually on the soundtrack of Indecent Proposal. Oh. So, I'd never seen that film. That makes me feel old. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Demi Moore, isn't it? Demi Moore. It's Demi uh, Moore in. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, Woody Talking about before we come on this show. <laughs> there we go, you see, yeah. It all ties in. Have you got a favourite Bond? Uh, a Bond film? Who? James Bond. Oh, James Bond. Um, <laughs> I've got to be honest, I don't think I've seen a Bond film for... Okay, so it's not Daniel Craig then. So, I've seen bits and pieces. I've never... I don't think I've probably seen a proper one. Uh, sorry, a full-length one. Connery or Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah. So, for all you young viewers out there... You know, <laughs> Scottish Danny, yeah, just start using your Google machine, mate. Yeah, no, I'd never been a big. I, I mean, again, I grew up watching the Roger Moore, yeah, Bond films, that sort of thing. So I went, I went this little bit to see a couple of the Daniel Craig ones. I think the wife's okay. a bit of a fan of Daniel Craig. Um, I mean, I've often tried to recreate that. Have you? It doesn't work for for, for many reasons. <laughs> One, because I've usually taken my glasses off. So yeah. It's usually pebbly. So he did it. I'd like to see him try that on a pebble beach. See how good he looked there. Yeah, it way more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you come out or somewhere where there's a lot of seaweed, free rock. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Number nine, uh, Green Jelly, Three Little three little Pigs. Do you remember yeah. that? I had to Google this one. Okay. And I wish I hadn't. Ah. <laughs> oh. Because it's like, I, was, I literally sat there and thought, I mean, I might have Googled it, but it's almost like um, a rave version of the Three Little Pigs. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a metal version of Three Little Pigs. Right. Yeah. I mean, I thought they could have changed the lyrics up. <laughs> well, I mean, and I, I was, I was, how old was I? I would have been 15. Okay. Do you remember that so, song then? Yeah, I remember that song, yeah, because they were Green Jello originally. Okay. But they had to change the name because whoever made Jello in America made them change it. God. And they changed it at first. They had like, they put an umlaut above the O. I think oh, then right. they just had to change it to green jelly. It was green jello. What's it called? What, the song? No, no. The, thing about the umlaut. The... Is it the umlaut? Isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I thought You're a fucking teacher. That. You know? No, I'm not a teacher. <laughs> this is like, I'm not a member of the EDL. <laughs> I work in a school. You work in a school? Okay, all right. You should still, still know what an umlaut is. Why would I need to know that? Okay. All what right, well. Is it like an act, the accent? Two dots? Yeah, it's like a German thing. I, I don't know what it is, do I really? It's a German <laughs> thing. <laughs> what makes it German? <laughs> it just is. It's umla. It sounds German, doesn't it? I think it's German anyway. Yeah, the way you say it, though. We've got some German listeners, so hopefully they'll get in touch with us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there was a woman who used to listen to us from Germany, but she doesn't... Um, doesn't anymore. She hasn't tweeted since, like, 2018, so... so she's either died or... Yeah. Well, I suppose at least she did listen because that wouldn't have gone down, or maybe. I mean, she might still listen to us. She doesn't. Yeah. I'll tweet. I'll tweet her in a minute. See if she replies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still listen to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask her what is an umla. <laughs> yeah, no. um, number eight is. Uh, I'm sure this is right up your street. Uh, Sweat by Inner Circle. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Come on, if that's played it upon you, you're getting. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, after a few drinks, maybe, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's got a suspicion it's probably on my Amazon playlist. <laughs> well, yeah. 
I like to say it doesn't get played at many parties I go to because these days I go to many kids parties and it doesn't get played very often there. Yeah, um, no, I don't think really you that. At the soft play, no, not really, <laughs> no, no. But obviously, Inner Circle were famous for doing um, Bad Boys as well, the, the theme from Cops. Yeah. Wasn't they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, number seven, uh, Can You Forgive Her by the Pet Shop Boys? I don't remember. Not a, not a strong Pet Shop Boys song, no. to be honest. Number six, this I'm sure this is on your playlist as well, is uh, Tease Me by Shakademus and Flyers. <laughs> Hang on, let me just delete that in my playlist. Yeah, that's yeah, a good song. One, I like it. Remember, he did um, a song called Murder She Wrote as well. Remember that? Yeah. I'm not going to sing because I can't oh, sing, yeah. I do remember that. I yeah, it was good. I was going to sing then. I was almost. It wasn't, I don't think it was affiliated with the programme, was it? No, I don't think Angela Lansbury made any appearance or any royalty. No, no. Uh, and also did a version of Twist and Shout as well. Remember that? Yeah. I've danced to that at a party before. Yeah, I bet you have. I bet still... you requested it. <laughs> they're still going now they're playing Glasgow in the, uh, next month Shakademus and Flyers no way yeah yeah, yeah. Do you know what many moons ago my mate had a dream where me and him for some reason were, were black uh, reggae singers no I'm going to say did you really think I'd tell, tell us that well, I don't right, know right. what your mate dreams about no, um, and he dreamed that we was the, the WWE or sorry F tag team champion okay and we got attacked by Shakademus and Flyers who stole the belts wow now, obviously, he's not my friend anymore for some reason. But no, I'm related to that. I'm related to that, but you know what I mean if if we got sneak attacked, on that's a bit bad. Did he join in with Chuck and Eva and Flyers? Is that I think so. I think, that's, I think subliminally that's what happened. I just yeah, yeah. He, he he just he might have put me through a barbershop. Maybe yeah. So if you if you're in, that's two gig recommendations for yeah. Our friends in Scotland, <laughs> Black Lakes and Chakademus and Pliers. Chakademus and Pliers, sorry. Um, Do it both five. on the same night, that Tristan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might see next week. This show might be sponsored by uh, Chakademus <laughs> and Pliers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, number five, uh, Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. Now, I wondered whether this was the song that I thought it when I played it. It was the song. Yeah. It's a very good song. I just wouldn't have had a clue what it was. This was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um... All That She Wants by Ace of Base. Ace of Base, isn't it? Yeah. I see. Can't knock Ace of Base, I don't think. Yeah, that was good. I was into this sort of stuff when I was, how would I say, I was 15, I think, oh, at this yeah. point. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd have been like... Yeah, you've been too cool to be into this stuff then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you obviously never knew me when I was 20. That noise was <laughs> suggested otherwise, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is Love by Hadaway. That's a banger, isn't it? Yeah. They're all those sort of 90 classic. Yeah, sort of Euro pop. Bass, you want to throw in, I don't know. Yeah. Now, did you see Gabrielle live at any point? I didn't. No. But I can tell you an interesting thing about this song. Okay. And this, you know, that this song came about. She used, to, um, she used to gig at a club in London. I've forgotten this title now. But she used to um, like do a lot of cover songs. So she was she did a, an evening where she sung cover songs of Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. And um, a woman come up to her and she finished and said, this is as good as it's going to get for you. <laughs> and yeah. she then went, she did, yeah, yeah, just came up to her and said that to her. And she basically then went home, wrote the first few um, lines of dreams, and it went from there for her. I thought she you were going to say, um, and that, that woman was my wife. <laughs> no, no, just, I can change it if we can edit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. She slapped my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah and no, your wife uh, punched her in the face. That's why she's got the eye patch on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was a real wire patch, wasn't it? I can't remember yeah. what it was. It's just something wrong with her eyelid, didn't she? She was like a, uh, yeah. a droopy a, eyelid. I remember her being on a 90s uh, music podcast. Oh, no, no. It was on a TV show, her eyelid. 
And she said, I used to just let the, the, the stories out. Mm. If you say anything, it was quite unusual. She, she'd have the eye patches made for her by a friend of her. Maybe she's a member of the uh, House of Black on AEW. And she's gonna... <laughs> Could be. Yeah, I mean, he's, still, he's, still pl- he's still playing the eye gimmick. That's long-term storytelling. That's long-term storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's long-term We're going to bring her in now. 20, yeah. 20 years after she was famous. Right? Yeah, 30 years after she was yeah, famous. Yeah. Alice of Black was about 10, I think. Then. <laughs> so, yeah. The one-eyed singer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was also in The Mass Singer. Do you watch The Mass Singer? Yeah. Do you? I've, I don't watch it. I've seen... Okay, right. There's, yeah. lots, there's lots of programs where you switch on an episode, you switch it on. I said it was Michael Owen. Yeah, yeah. She was on that, apparently. She was on the mask again. Yeah, and I don't remember seeing her. I remember seeing Michael Owen. No, she had a mask on, mate. That's why. Yeah. Damn. Uh, um, that's the, that's the f- yeah. Number one, I can't help falling in love with you by you before. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind you. Well, we, when I when I did Slambury with Chris Bellis, we spoke about, I think this is from the Sharon Stone film Sliver, I think sliver. it's called. Is it Sliver? Or Sil- it's, yeah. It's called Sliver. Is it? Okay, yeah. From that. That's all not, I remember. About it, so. Of course not, though. No. Well, Chris Bellis had seen it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> and he said it was shit, so. Yeah, it's one of those horrendous. I have um, obviously, that song was made famous by Elvis. Yep. Also covered by Engelbert Humberdink. Yeah. Engelbert Humberdink. And Slim Whitman as well. Who? Slim Whitman. Who like Slim Whitman is? <laughs> he was like a American country. He used to yodel in American oh, country. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's enough to put me to sleep or whatever. Apologize. I mean, apologize to all Slim Whitman fans for Chris's yeah. uh, so ignorance. my musical tastes, which are quite eclectic, don't yeah. touch that. Yeah. Dr. Slim Whitman. No. Okay. So then, I suppose where are we? We're about an hour in. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about some wrestling. So Clash of the Champions 23, June 16th. 1993 so what date so let's let's go to the future to when uh this show would actually be coming out which will be on the as i check my phone on the 11th so we're yeah we're a few days away from the 29th anniversary Gee, of this show um yeah but we're quite old i mean I, i'm quite especially, old especially when one of them still yeah yeah and, we'll and get one to of that. them is, and somebody else is just basically like oh yeah yeah um Yes, yeah, so Clash Champions 23 in the Norfolk Scope in Virginia. Previous pay-per-view we covered, which was uh, Slambury, uh three weeks ago. And we had uh, Vader beating Davey Boy, Barry Windham beating Iron, Sting beat Nels in, in a in a five-star classic. Oh, God. Yep. The Hollywood Blondes beat uh, Dos Hombres that was, well, it was supposed to be Shane Douglas. And, was it Tom Zink? It was Tom Zink under a mask instead, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, yeah, that was the pay per view we're kind of we're going from, and the intro tells us that we're getting uh, Flair and Arn versus the Hollywood Blondes, the main event, and NWA champ Barry Windham versus Two Cold Scorpio, Ron Simmons versus Mr. Wonderful for the TV title, which yeah, um, and then the six man of Dustin Sting and Davy Boy Smith against Rick Rude, Vader, and Sid Vicious. So on paper, that looks solid, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's the top end of the card is is solid. Simmons was what five months previous to this, probably five six world champ. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll see how that works out for us, shall we? Um, yeah. So it's Tony Giovanni and Jesse back. So Jesse wasn't that slumbery because he had a he got a DVT in his leg uh, after filming Demolition Man. So he's returned from his from his DVT. Um, I enjoyed Jesse and Tony as a commentary team. 
Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminded me of um, SummerSlam to me. The first sort of thing watch SummerSlam 8-9, which they both um, yeah. commentated on. So it's kind of like a throwback to when I was almost 16. SummerSlam 8-9, I used to know the whole of the intro, you know, yeah. everything that Jesse Foley said. And I thought, oh, have I put the wrong pay-per-view on? And I realised <laughs> yeah. that. So it's, just, it's just four years later. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of chat that it, of this is Flair's first match back after his return. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he had the nose for a while and was doing the um, flair for the gold um, skits, if you want to call them that, or so, which is basically what set this up and it all set up the main event. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Jesse's got some bad news that Mr. Wonderful can't wrestle tonight. Yeah. So uh, he's got replacement. We'll get, we'll get to the replacement in a minute. But we get Ron Simmons out with his amazing uh, WCW, what was it called? <laughs> the album? Slam? The WCW theme music album. Oh, I don't know. I remember the WWE one. Oh, no. It was called, I think it might be called WCW, like, Slam Jam or something like that. Burp. But, um, yeah. Don't Step to Ron. This is theme music. Don't Step to Quality. Don't Step to Ron. <laughs> oh, I didn't remember that one. That's, uh, that's, that's it. And he does some nice dancing as well. He's 35 at this point, Ron Simmons. Yeah, it, it was it was, it was was very sort of... It's weird because he didn't do or whether there's well champ Ron Simmons. There was a lot of arm waving in the air. Almost. The whole... Dancing with, yeah, yeah. But well, that was to really do with like the, the chop, was it? Really no, like did the he chop. not play for them? The the, yeah, did, um, the yeah, choppers, that, whatever they're called. Team. Yeah, the um, the, uh, you can't, he didn't play the, for the Sooners, did he? he no, I think for, he played um, for they, they were called the Redskins, weren't they? I think, were they? No, I don't think I thought, that, I thought that's when he did that. I thought that was the whole Redskins <laughs> thing. I don't do this, obviously, people at home can't see what I'm doing. Come in the air, he's got his leg in the air, and he's yeah. waving from side to side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it, that is the chop fit, but I don't think it was the Redskins. I no. think it was his college team, because I don't think he played at a uh, pro level. No. But it was more sort of like the wave that side. Yeah. You? I know the viewers can't see. Yeah, no, I thought it was a bit... <laughs> this is great. Viewers. We should be doing this on YouTube. Yeah, the viewers. Yeah, the viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and I thought, that's a bit weird, because I'm used to... You, mean, you think a few years later on, when he's teaming with, like, Bradshaw, and they're just... Mullering for him. it's a bit like almost dumbed him down a bit. I suppose he's trying to give him a bit of that magic word charisma. He comes out, yeah, doing a little jig, dancing, doing all funny hand signs to get the crowd going. Like <laughs> it's a bit crap, isn't it? But I yeah. suppose that was that was the way he used to do it back in those days, or try yeah. and do it back in those days. Um, and the crowd was into it, yeah, waving their arms back. What he, I think he turned heel not long after this. Later on this year, he turned heel. Yeah, yeah, he um, said the fans had deserted him. In the yeah, office. and then he was gone about a year after this. Yeah. So he'd had his his brief kind of moment as a as a, as a top man. Yeah. Um. So Orndorff, he wrestled it when he wrestled at Slambury. He looked like he could walk then. <laughs> and he wrestled a match. Yeah, it was a car accident, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That he'd actually yeah. injured himself in a car accident. Wrestle. So they um they got a decent replacement. Well, apparently he's Dirty Dick Slater. Yeah, when it said that, I imagined him to look a bit different. Okay. Because I he looked fairly he, dirty, to be honest. Yeah, but I was thinking more he was going to be a lot more bolder and fatter because mm. I remember that verse, which I'm mm. assuming is the same thing. But obviously, I'm just thinking a bit further ahead. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was 42 at this point, Dick Slater. Yeah. But he'd um I think we could we covered a show. I think that was with Chris Bellis last year. I can't remember which show it was, but. It was when him and Greg Valentine won a tag title was in 1993. <laughs> that was before this. This is earlier on this year. Um, and he'd still be there in WCW to 96. Oh, no. It's quite impressive. And he'd go on to win the tag belts again after this with Bunkhouse Buck. Yeah, that's a, I'm thinking of that version of him. <laughs> yeah. And he was uh, quite a bad person in real life. 
Oh, was he? He, he was, yeah. Buck or Dick Slater? I don't know about Buck. The Buck Buck was alright, but he went on to be... He's a chef, he, isn't he? He was Jack Swagger's dad, wasn't he, in the WWF, like, 20 years later. Um, Jory's, like, gone on to chef in a... Has he? A restaurant. Swindon? Florida. Florida, okay. Sure. Uh, Eric Bischoff talking about it one time. Okay. I might drink yeah, well, that. Dick Slater's dead, so... Oh, well, that's it, we're all safe. I think he stabbed his girlfriend or something like that, Dick Slater. So, I mean, he's not a... Yeah, saying he's a... Yeah. When you said he was a bad man, and Johnny being a proper bad man. Jeez. Yeah, talking a proper, uh, proper bad man. Really? Yeah. So, but he's dead now, so... That's, well... Good. Later, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think Orndorff looked like... He's very smartly dressed, Orndorff. Like, he was going for uh, Sunday lunch somewhere. Yeah. At, at the but country club. Looked a bit restricted to me. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have been able to, like... He wouldn't have been I able to do the arm Simmons wave on it. I think he was... That, 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 that slamboree, he wrestled... It was him and Rude against... Who was it? It was Dustin Rhodes and, like, Kenzuki Sasaki, something like that, I think. And right, he looked like... Back. Yeah. Orndorff, it looked like he couldn't move then in that match. So I think he was just genuinely fucked at this point. It's strange, but he was... Like around sort of like WrestleMania one time, which was what eight five I suppose, wasn't it? Was it eight five? Yeah. I mean like that, that he was like they was huge. I mean, and then when he turned on Hogan and all that, it was, it was money. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I and he was still around for a few years after this. I mean, yeah. he comes back. I mean, he feuds with Steamboat. Yeah. Is that after this or before? I can't remember. I think it's after. Because he's got the assassin as his manager. <laughs> They did some weird stuff, didn't they? I think found the assassin. The assassin was he was on a slam breed, just a guy like in a normal voice, big fat guy in a suit with a mask. (laughs) Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is what about five minutes? Not a lot, is it really? A bit of cheating from Warndorf. A bit of a weird end. Something was off. There's There's not. I think every WCW show I've covered, probably the the. The good finish to bad finish ratio is probably about 75% in favour of bad finish. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this is a dodgy finish, and it's probably not even a dodgiest finish I'll show. You know? No. I mean, because like, you get the sort of fake pin, or the thing, Slater thinks is one, Orndorff jumps up on the ring apron, and they're kind of hugging. Ref saying, no, not a pin. And there just seemed to be then something that was missed somewhere. Because literally, Simmons just picked him up, body slammed him, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Body slam. I know Ron's a big guy. You know, we're not buying it, just body slam. Because he went to do his like his tackle sort of finishing, yeah. didn't he? And Orndorff stopped him. Yeah. And then they went to that bit where again there was the where Dick Slayer thinks he's won, gets up yeah. and celebrates. But it's quite clearly his foot's on the ropes and doesn't yeah. get free. Um and then they it's almost like someone got lost in translation and thought, well, I'll just because <laughs> even then, like well, that free count was really quick when Richard ref did. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think. Obviously, they said they just fucking get it over and done with. He's count really quickly. Oh yeah, he's well, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, not really a, a classic to it's start not, the show off with. No, no. But we get talked now. There's going to be a, a special guest coming up with Eric Bischoff. Um, and a, a little bit of chat about Beach Blast. But then it's Eric Bischoff with Larry Zabisco. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't when I watched a lot of the I probably watched um, more sort of 96, 97, 98 WCW before yeah. I'd gone back and watched right, this yeah. sort of time period. So I was kind of soured slightly with Zabisco. I've listened to him for sort of four years worth of commentary. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'd had enough by that point. I mean, but, it's weird, isn't it? Because I, I, I want to ask Morty. Yeah, he, um, he obviously comes up with some Polish um, expression. Does, yeah. 
So I'm going to check with my wife to see if it's a genuine. I suspect it's not. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but um, Eric introduces Michael Buffer for his first appearance in uh, WCW. And yeah, Larry just sort of I mean, sidles off, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this good game show because he's just been eliminated. Not sure where he's meant to go. I sort of yeah. looks around. I'm just going to walk over there. I suddenly expected him to drop off to the stage. I hear a noise. Yeah. yeah um, as, as much as I like Buffer and stuff like that, some of the things he said, like, I mean, if I remember rightly, he never was able to say Bret Hart's name. He's quite famous for that or something. Okay. He'd get, he'd get, you always get somebody's name rolled up. And even, I don't know if you noticed, the main event of tonight's. Uh, of this, oh, yeah, I know. He, yeah. Up, he? <laughs> he does mess you it up. Yeah. The first, yeah. He does struggle. It's like getting the words the right way. Like, instead of saying, like, WCW World Champion Heavyweight United States, it's yeah. a bit. Um, yeah. But, um, it was a strange one. From what I gather, they got him from uh, his friends with him there. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I think they yeah. shared the same agent or something, was it? Barry Bloom. Yeah, yeah. But I think he, he gave, like, when he does the intros, he gives it more of a professional kind of yeah. big fight feel, yeah. doesn't he? I think you need they only had him for the title matches, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so... But, Which... but to ask him CW, you could obviously just like black. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 Of course you are, yeah. 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 Um... So we get we get buffer out of the way, and then we get the the rookie of the year for, for the seventh year running. Seventh <laughs> year running, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, and yeah. he's um, wrestling Lord Stephen Regal. It's Regal's first appearance on live TV, I mean, and he knights him from the Royal Forest of Dean. Yeah, which is literally just around the corner from where Cy Powell lives. To be honest, so so, so, so maybe they maybe Cy missed out on it. Yeah. Yeah. And now residing in Blackpool Tower as well. That's what they say. Yeah, Blackpool Tower. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, was, I was thinking, that just sounds like an estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If that was, that yeah. Like a tower block twenty. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I quite enjoyed this match. But I'm bad. Buff was he always did a job. He was a good face when he was a a likable baby face. Yeah. I mean, he, I suppose you got exactly what you thought you was for him. He was, he was a, a decent worker. I think Regal's Regal, and he, you either, I suppose people either like Regal or they don't, the way he wrestled. Yeah. Us British people have brought up on that British wrestling of kind of like that sort of hold thing and using the arms, the legs and stuff like that. We're used to that. I think they, Americans might have got puzzled by it. For, um, yeah. Yeah, we but you've got... Yeah, we get a bit chat. Jesse talks about rugby, and apparently Tina Turner's a big fan of rugby. Yeah, <laughs> I, do you know what? <laughs> I was really close to actually Googling but I, I didn't. Where is that one? Does she really like rugby? I don't know. I haven't got any. Well, apparently she said it's a real man sport, rugby. Yeah. Um, and, and I suppose, you, I mean, why would you pluck Tina Turner out? <laughs> I don't There's know. loads of other people in the night. Yeah. That may have been a bit more relevant. Could have used. Maybe Tina she, Turner, yeah. No. I mean, she's wrong anyway, because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to disagree with Tina Turner, but on rugby, I will. Um, I'm not a rugby fan though, to be honest. No, not really. I think it's a bit. I, it's a bit. I don't like the whole kind of sanctimonious kind of holier than now. Oh, it's much more of a gentleman sport than football and all that kind of shite. I know it is. Yeah, I know that's the thing. It is bullshit. The, the one I always remember story years ago was about a guy who got basically banned from rugby because in the scrums he was sticking his finger up the owner's ass. Okay. And you just think, I thought this was meant to be a gentleman's. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. All right, I know Vinnie Jones might get away. Yeah. You don't like to bite people, but let's be honest. You don't get sexually assaulted on board. Well, not in a no. In no. A game, it might happen, but yeah, it's a bit. Uh, it's a bit brutal. 
like that. I think that's probably what it played rugby a bit of somebody to play. Yeah. I was like, I think I'll give that a miss for him, do you know what I mean? Because I don't really want to be flattened by some huge kid who's got no no regard for my safety. Yeah. <laughs> I, another thing I don't like about rugby, if we're going to start making a list, yeah. is like, do you know anyone who supports a rugby club or a rugby team apart from their country? No. No, no. see? I mean, that's what, yeah. I think the only rugby I've actually seen live quite a few years ago, they started, obviously, London had a, a rugby league team. I think what they was called. Now. I don't think they're doing very well, even if they're still about. But in a few years ago, they played a game at Millwall. The Wigan Warriors, the Catalan Dragons, the rugby league. Yeah. If you're going to make me watch a, a rugby game, I'll watch a rugby league. Because, I mean, that is, that basically was like what a pitch. Okay. Because it was like, I mean, you can hear the hits. I mean, that is a hard, and it's why I wouldn't ever want to play it. A friend of mine or someone I used to work with, he used to play for a team called London Scholars, which was basically a semi-pro uh, rugby league team. And, yeah, it's, I just think you do. I think, it's true. I think real men. No. <laughs> no, no. So if you don't want to call, I'll accept. I'm, I'm, it's not for me to say, Chris, but... Uh, and, it's, um, and, it's when, and it's when you see, like, the runs like that. It's all cauliflowered up. No, it's all right. I like my ears as they are. Yeah, and it's all that going. Yeah, I mean, I could go on for hours about this. <laughs> we should be talking about wrestling. Come on. Yeah. Um, it's Tina Turner's fault. She wouldn't have brought it up. We don't yeah. be talking about yeah. it. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cactus Jack is missing still. They mentioned that. They're still looking for him. It's amnesia. Yeah, then, was that because when he... That was what powerbomb. Fader. Yeah. The floor. Yeah. When, that was Bill Watts' idea, wasn't it? Was that when Bill Watts was still there? Give I think the it mat. was. Yeah. The mat, so you can powerbomb someone on it, but you can't jump off. The- yeah. Well, I'm Bill. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we're, we're we're in the process of getting that whole amnesia cactus jack thing. We're doing the yeah. vignettes. We're searching yeah. for searching <laughs> for him. Um, I mean, yeah, a reasonable match, but again, the finish in this match. Oh, it's just like <laughs> you just think. I know you've got to finish the match, but just maybe just do for 30 seconds and then maybe go back to I'd rather see that than somebody pretending they're being rolled up and you've got to do it well the thing is if, if you're watching that on TV and you've got no idea that is anyone who like we announced the winner they announced the winner it's like what is that it it's over how, how is it over people in the arena can't know what's going on surely and then they shut back in even in slow motion it's like you must count the first one like like with his arm behind his back, the ref, because yeah. you can't actually hear him. You can't see right. him do the count. And then it's like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's the end of the match. So, oh, well. And you're like, you're like two matches. Yeah. How many more are we going to get? <laughs> mm. <laughs> is, is this going to continue for all five, six? It's going to continue for the next 20 years. So it goes yeah. out of fucking business. But yeah. But um, they always said that they never had a finish guy, didn't they? Which no, but, always, but you just, must be able. If you're going to. I know things go wrong, you do. But it's like somebody says, if you watch a film for an hour and a half, shit, then the films, you consider the film shit. So that match could have been really good. But you get shit finished and all we talk about is yeah. the shit finish. But so, how can they, again, it said we never had a finish guy. This is 993. Yeah. And you go through to 99, 2000, they said, oh, we never had a finish guy. No. At, at some point, did it not occur to them <laughs> to let's get, get a finish guy? Yeah, but, but allegedly there was only one. Well, I don't even remember who that was. That they were paying... Lanny Poffer, like 300 grand a year, wouldn't they? Just sit at home. Like, sure, yeah, they could have got a book and could book some finishes. I mean, but yeah, that's sort of brother you through oh, yeah. contract, basically, you having a job, getting paid, and you yeah. don't have to do anything. No. That's a decent older brother. If they were making all that money anyway, I suppose, like, well, who cares? I mean, they didn't worry about Pan Savage, did they? Because of Slim Jim. Yeah. But again, if, if, if the finishes, all the matches are crap, then. But if you're still making money, then I suppose it's like, well, you know? <laughs> well, no, no. Um, right. So we fish off now up on the ramp in the old mean gene position. Yep. 
with uh, but he's last last time we saw him at Slambury, he was playing the he played like the guitar intro to the pay per view, yeah. Max Payne. But so I'm trying to work out because I've seen him like obviously he was tagging with Cactus Jack. But I suppose then Cactus Jack was a heel. Yep. So he's always been a heel. Yeah. Max Payne. I I in my head he was a face. A I thought he was a face, but but no, mean Max Payne. He was called at this point as well. <laughs> Apparently. I've heard a bit off. Apparently, he used to fucking stink. What? Max Payne. He used to smell he really badly. Yeah. And you can you can see it, can't you? Just at times, I thought he used to do those bits. Remember when, like, the original Undertaker would have his head down a lot mm. when he spoke? And Max Payne kind of did that. He'd have the, he had the hair over him. And then mm. like, when he was spoken to, I was thinking, yeah, I don't see you last miss with this. Kid. No. Thank I you think right. he was just fucked. He wasn't the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I just, yeah, he probably stunk. Well, yeah. so he probably could yeah. sniff him, he could probably smell himself um but he's stolen uh johnny b bad's bad blaster i mean it's i mean what sort of world are we he should just fucking throw that into the into the into the fucking sea that thing anyway and you know what's coming yeah let's be honest he's gonna give it back to him he's gonna I give mean, it to yeah, him I mean, but, i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it to you i'm gonna give you this bad yeah, blaster. Yeah. Like, could you not fucking spell it out even more i mean even david blunkett's dog knew what was going on <laughs> Let's be honest, right? It was blatantly. I wonder what's going to happen. But I mean, what was what came out of the bad blast? It was like confetti, wasn't it? Basically. You see, now, now this is where you got to ring it. <laughs> it wasn't fire, <laughs> was it? It was confetti, no, and it no. was. So basically, he's been shot in the face by a giant party bomb. Well, I mean, so yeah, don't, spoilers now. Chris has just Sorry. told us what's going to happen, but um, so Johnny know. B. Bad comes out <laughs> and uh, he says, "You're going to give it to me." He says, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you, proper. In the face. Oh, what do you mean in the face? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you now. Uh, so then he, uh, surprisingly, he, uh, fires it off into Johnny B. Bad's face, and I mean, he sells it. Oh, it's a good bit of sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd not. Well, I'd, I'd look to see what happened after this, but he was wearing a mask for a while after this. Johnny B. Bad. <laughs> so until the next, to Beach Blast, where he beats uh, Max Payne. Spoilers for anyone who's gonna go on and watch it. And then the cast of champions after that, they have a guitar versus mask match, which Johnny B. Bad wins as well. So he gets Max Payne's guitar. guitar. Yeah. So. Does he does he give that back to him? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Funnily enough, I didn't go. <laughs> By that point, I thought, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Looking at this shit. So, um, I think that's it. But they go to a break. Yeah. But then uh, Max Payne's in the ring because that was supposed to be a match. Yeah. Johnny B. Bad versus uh, Max Payne. But Max Johnny B. Uh, Max Payne goes to the ring to get announced as the winner via forfeit. But wait, there's someone coming down to. Is a hero coming down? <laughs> the hero we all need at this point is uh, it's Tom Zank in his, in his street clothes. Yeah, didn't he have trouble? Was this the bit where he, he can't get his top off, could he? Have you seen? No, he, he tried to like really angrily, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And then he thought, I can't get I can't. this off while I do this. I'll stop and, and think, reset. And then yeah, do it I think again. he tried it a second and it still didn't yeah. come off. The third time, he actually managed to get his top off. Um, but yeah. And then he went from hero to zero quite quickly, really, didn't he? Yeah. But he's, he was kind of the man to get squashed, wasn't he, at this point? Uh, yeah. He seemed to be. I remember Vader's first appearance. He wrestled uh, Tom Zeng, then he just battered him. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, yeah. Um, but, but you know you're... I mean, I, I think I'm not sure, but I don't know how we think for this. Yeah. But you just kind of probably think that your days are numbered when you're running in as the um to be like, like kind of like the hero that you just shot Johnny in the face. <laughs> I'm gonna come down and sort you out, like tapping out after that. It's not it's not a good look for you, is it? Get it. It's, it's, this is like a televised special. Yeah. Like this is a 
it's a lot of time spent on yeah. Max Payne, isn't it? Yeah. When, <laughs> when you kind of know that it's not going to go well. I no. I couldn't understand. I got on the Slambury, uh, Max Payne, and you also had Van Hammer. That's them. Yeah. And surely they both got the same. But I think by that point, Van Hammer had given up his guitar. Yeah, his fake guitar. Yeah. And Max Payne's a proper guitar player, but yeah. Yeah, but a smelly one. Yeah. But obviously so he moved to... No, and he went to WWF, didn't he? And was Man Mountain Rock for a while with his <laughs> WWF-shaped guitar. But I yeah. think I said in the summary, I think it, Rick Rude, like he was making Rick Rude, and Rick Rude recommended him to Vince, and Vince oh. was like, oh, yeah, he sounds good. And then, yeah. And then saw him. Then saw him. I put him on TV for about six months, and I was like, actually, no, we'll just fire him. It's shit. <laughs> but that was 1993. Actually, we've not covered a lot from that. We've covered a lot of... um. Maybe because I hadn't seen it. Yeah. I've covered a lot of WCW from 92, 93, 94. Yeah. I've covered very little WWF, I suppose, because I've done quite a few of these Clash of the Champions sort of things. And there was, yeah. Yeah, I know, and there was obviously more pay-per-views in WCW, wasn't there? There was the, I won every month at this point. Yeah, if you, w- you include the Clashes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I've not been able to, because again, WWF at this point was pretty, 93, 94 was... Pretty ropey, wasn't it? I was going to say, we're in the ropey area. Of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both Federation, it was... You sort of had the 89, the 9, every 91 was okay. It was good. I suppose, well, I suppose once you get past Hogan, Hogan Warrior, you, mean, yeah. you start to lose a bit, then you've got WCW, which was just all over the shop in general. But yeah. Then, and then, then, then you eventually get to the Monday Night War, I suppose, and that's when a bit different. Pick up a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that... that Glorious uh, feud covered. Uh, we now get too cold, Scorpio, right? Doing a bit of jigging around and dancing and looking like uh, he's having a nice time. Yeah, he obviously wasn't. He was probably in a quite good for him at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. To it. He seemed well interested. But still, yeah. We all know he liked his recreational drugs and got no offense. He did. A bit fat, but he's still, he's still wrestling thinking, now, isn't he, as well? Yeah, I mean, but he probably could. Even at this point, some of the stuff he was was. I mean, this is obviously before the time of WCW bringing in like the cruiserweights and stuff like that. And he was doing some of that stuff all like at this point. So I mean, he could have. But I thought this was a good match actually. Quite oh, this is probably the best match I think yeah. on the on the card. Um, well, I mean, yeah. So Scorpio had been in a tag team money with um, Bagwell. I think at this point, this, yeah. they talk about it, didn't they? Like he's been yeah. away in Japan wrestling. Yeah. And he gave it a little bit more kind of legitimacy. He's like an international star. And he's just flown in this afternoon. Yeah. He might um, have jet lag. Yeah, he might have <laughs> jet lag. Yeah. And Buffer doing the intro as well mentions that, doesn't he? He gives him a bit of a, he calls yeah. him uh, the, the, the disc that can't miss. The disc that don't miss. Disc I don't think he's ever been called that ever <laughs> before or after that. Yeah, I'm wondering who come up with that one. Yeah. But, yeah. But maybe Scorpio was on recreational drugs at that point when he told Michael Buffer to call maybe. him. Maybe. And then Barry Windham, the lone wolf, Barry Windham. This is probably, if you look at this time, so we get, obviously you have this match here, and then he wrestles yeah. Flair at Beach Blast. Yeah. I think he fucks his knee up after that. Yeah. And he comes back a year later, wrestles Flair again, fucks his knee up again, and then he doesn't come back. Where he, then he reappears in 96 in WWF as the stalker. Yeah. So I think you probably could claim this potentially to be I've never seen that. I've never seen the match yeah. with Flair that comes after this, but this might be one of his best matches. It might be one of his last best matches. Best matches yeah. it's, I think this is better than the. I mean, the Iron match at Slambury was. Uh, I think this is better. This is kind of more of a traditional big man, smaller yeah, guy. Yeah, and I suppose 
when he's going to get ejected. Yeah. Whereas in this, he's probably having to do, you're expecting more out of him against Scorpio, who was sort of still considered the sort of the young guy of the, the Conte was like. Yeah. Obviously, nobody thought that Scorpio, because obviously they was even there kind of already built into that versus Flair. Yeah. Actually, Flair was claiming what's his belt back, you know. Yeah. But I, I miss this sort of match where you've got like the, the champion. I, I mean, I don't watch much of current day wrestling. It's very often, yeah. very rarely you see the, the title being defended on normal TV. Yeah. Is that, you know? And it, it against a guy where they got kind of, whereas at this point, Scorpio didn't have like a, a load of losses behind him. He was still no. a fairly new character who'd done quite well. And yeah. So it was, I mean, you always knew, like you said, he's not going to lose. No. But he comes out looking, Scorpio comes out looking amazing. Yeah, look, yeah he does. Yeah, he can, I suppose they, they may, I think, I don't know if, uh, did he then just go back into the... Um, I think so, yeah. 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 So you kind of think maybe they might have missed a trick in, in using him. But I suppose at this point when you've got people like Flair coming back, obviously to take, the, to take this NWA title, you still got Vader as WCW champion. Not sure who was US champion. I think it was held up on, yeah. I think... Because Rude's got it, hasn't he? But Rude's they talk it. about it Rude's in the six-man match. Yeah. And so you're probably looking at actually going to go, oh, it's a TV title. It was with Orndorff, who's still feuding with Simmons. So probably isn't much for um, single-wise for um, Scorpio to go after. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to think if Flair... I talk about a lot like that sort of time period where Flair wasn't there, what went yeah. on. But if he, if he wouldn't have come back, then you don't know whether... Because obviously he ends up... What does he do? He loses it to... He beats Wyndham. Yeah. And then I think he loses it to Rude, I think. He loses it to Rude, yeah. yeah. he loses it to Rude, yeah. And then we and, end and up then, with... Then he, beats, then he beats Vader. Yeah. CW. Which is what, the Starcade after this one? Yeah. So we yeah. have that sort of big, huge build-up. I think it's the... the um, we see him saying goodbye to the family and driving... Yeah. Music, um, Tony Schiavone in it. Or is that this year? 93. 93. Because you've got to remember Starcade's in December. So that was this year? Yeah. Yeah, because Sid was only back for a few months, wasn't he? Because he, yeah. he was supposed to be Sid and Vader in the it, um, Starcade. Yeah. And obviously Sid and Arn got into the altercation and Blackburn. Sid got fired. Yeah. So they changed it to to Flair and Vader. Best thing Sid ever did that. I mean, f- to lead to that Starcade match. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But also, because that was where that led me to be the um, Hollywood Blondes versus Steamboat and Flair. Okay. They had to change the card, and that's yeah, that's money in it. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Aaron game. appreciated. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to... quite, yeah, but you know. he had to get staffed to death. But you saw a good, uh, well, good main event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Nobody pressed you. <laughs> well, yeah. Um. I just oh yeah. Have, I would have just loved to have seen the first time they had a big yeah. Interesting, just to see. So that was five years down the line. Well, five months down the line yeah. after this. But I'm trying to think, yeah, because, yeah, obviously Wyndham was gone after this, so I'll, I'll go yeah. after, so, yeah, yeah. But if, I suppose if Flair wouldn't have come back, they would have probably ended up with Sid and Vader in the in the main yeah. event. Mm. But, yeah, Wyndham wins. But, again, there's a few, quite a lot of, I think he dominates to start off with, doesn't he, and then Scorpio gets a good two or three minute of offence and yeah. near falls and looks really good. And then Wyndham catches and gives him that big, big old DDT. And he, the um, jumping DDT. Yeah. That yeah, he didn't do early on in the Yeah, no, no, no. Commentator say, wasn't it? No, no, yeah, no, that wasn't the jumping DDT. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the finish. Yeah, we end on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two minutes in, he's pulling out the finish already. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, good match. Um, bit more beach bass chat and a bit. Of, I think around this period, um, Jesse obviously been doing demolition man, so they 
when he says that, you know, I'm going to do a Sylvester Stallone uh, impression. Yeah, it's a famous I mean, picture of Stallone with a WCW hat on. Yeah, but was it was it was it Stallone done Demolition Man? Judge Dredd. It might have been Judge Dredd. I don't know. Well, when was oh, I think that's a Google Demolition Man though. Yeah, but you're just gonna get a picture of Axe and Smash. Uh, I wish I got lots of those on my phone anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the Demolition Man was released in October of '93, so oh, yeah, so hasn't come out yet. Yeah. So but it would have been what they were filming when he was, yeah. You know, yeah, but, um, yeah, that was yeah, that was a Sandra Bullock in Demolition. Mean, I mean, I got, I got, I got the Cap on Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it was an half decent. Yeah, it's all right for the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get the free seashells. No, no. Um, <laughs> bitch off with Dustin Sting and Davy Boy backstage doing the old generic face oh, chat. It, this is almost straight off. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, but Dustin's very, very dusty. In that, that, the way yeah. he talks about it, yeah, yeah, and, and, and poor Davy Boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always just really wanted to say that, please, just don't enjoy it. He was enthusiastic, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in, unfortunately, it's the accent. Not for me, it's but as, as he speaks. Oh yeah. You see the Americans. What's he talking about? Yeah. They're, they're expecting somebody James Bond. In. <laughs> yeah. Um. Probably the biggest tragedy of the night is that you got Rude, you got Vader, and you got Sid. And he chose to come out to Sid's music, which is just generic. And yeah. you've probably got the two of the best themes of all time. Oh. Uh, and they come out to Sid's music. Just like really, that, that's the one you actually. Yeah. Know. Obviously, Sid had just come back, and Vader's the champ at this point. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think really is the champion, but he's got the but, belt in he's case. He's got the belt allegedly in the. The Halliburton. The Halliburton. <laughs> Yeah. Thinking, what? Yeah, it's a Halliburton. It was very uncalled for it. But even like, like later on. sponsored by Halliburton. Because Mongo used to carry around a Halliburton, didn't he, as well? No, it was a dog he had, mate. Yeah, but, yeah, but he had a case as well. Oh, did he? I didn't know. Yeah, he had a case, yeah. Maybe the dog was in the case. <laughs> but when he used to wrestle, he used oh. to carry around a case. Oh, yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't carry a dog around when he was wrestling, did he? I think he'd have been better off. That well, the dog should have wrestled, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more moves. Yeah. Um... But we do get a good theme. We get uh, a man called Sting, which is uh, high class. Did you notice that Vader did? He didn't know. Why not? That was strange. Maybe that wasn't the case as well. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe about doing spoilers. Yeah. He didn't mention that, but yeah. But that was strange. Um, and so, yeah, you get Stu, uh, Sting and Rude start off and the crowd are like properly. But this, is, yeah. this, this felt like a bit of a like house show match, basically. Yeah, it was, it's weird. Like comedy it? spots and people... Elbowing off, elbowing, elbow dropping the wrong person. That's yeah, because thing. like, they, didn't they like splash somebody at one? Yeah, he did, the elbow yeah. You're like, let's be honest. At, at that point, that's usually gonna, there's gonna be some sort of turn, mate. Yeah. Somebody over that on that bad guy team is gonna suddenly become a good guy. Correct. Oh. Yeah, it was like you said. It was a few sort of comedies which were like, oh, guys, this is Clash Champion. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, so, Sid, did, Sid did turn, yeah. didn't he? A few, or probably after Beach Blast, yeah. I think. Yeah. But that, there wasn't any, in, anything in this to suggest it, it was just no, anything no. more than just a daft spot, basically. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? Um, and yeah, so they talk about Beach Blast, where Sid and Vader have just recently teamed up and decided to become the masters of the Powerbomb. Yeah. yeah, and I've said that Sting and Bulldog have got a they offer him a chance to retire before, before the match. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to kill him, basically. Yeah, yeah. on the, the beach in a boat yeah. with a bomb and a, and a oh, small God, person. Yeah, and that was that whole 
Who's in charge? Which is, I can see what you're trying to do, but when you start blowing boats up, you're just going along the lines of pushing someone off a roof in a monster car, isn't you? Yeah, that would never work, would it? It wouldn't. I don't, I don't think. So. No, no. Um, yeah. So I mean, this is it's a bit of a mess, and it's much. It's not really. Six men's are always all over. Yeah. Like you said, it'd be dick at some points. It was almost like we've got to get at least four of these guys on because they're going to be in the main event of Beach Blast. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you've got Rude and you've got Dustin Rhodes, obviously, I think, who was getting a, was starting to get a push. Yeah, and they wrestled at Beach Blast. So, yeah. yeah, so it was almost really just a, a setup. Yeah. I, mean, I was surprised at the finish. I wasn't even expecting a clean one. This, but... No, I thought the ref was just going to throw it out and just be yeah. like, because that, that happened a lot at this time period. So I was like, oh, it's just fucking just, yeah, just throw, throw it ring the bell. Random weird topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Vader is dusting in the face with the uh, Halliburton. Halliburton, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the Hills win. And then we get a bit of a beat down afterwards and Dave eats a powerbomb, which the, the yeah. camera misses. <laughs> so, you, as they was filming that, you knew that. Was, yeah. They're going to cut. Oh, that's good, then. Good timing on that. Yeah. Um, Bischoff and Larry, then they're sort of talking about the the main event. Oh, well, no, he had that match. The, uh, so Sting comes in and sort of cleans house with the, with the case. Yeah. Halliburton, yeah. and then the ref's like, "You gotta give it back." <laughs> and he just gives it back to Harley Race. Yeah, yeah. At least I'll give his case back. Could have solved the mystery of actually what was in the Halliburton. Yeah. Was it the US title, the world title, or was it? It's like technically the match is over, and that case belongs to <laughs> yeah. Harley Race. Yeah. They've just beaten you. We can now give it back. You gotta give it back they, to him. They need the evidence. That's not disqualification, but I have to call the police to get the <laughs> get the property back. If uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is again I get Iron and Flair out there for the main event this is the main event I'm not sure what, was this Iron's music they come out to or was it just generic do you not know what happened no what happened no, I only heard I only found this out we listened to um, the Eric Bischoff um, podcast when they they talk about Clash of Champions okay yeah he had only he had recently taken out a production not a book yeah. he was in charge and basically they queued up the wrong music okay and he literally said yeah that yeah. whose music was it then I can't remember. I don't, it, was it? I don't think it was Arns because Arns never had new things. Yeah, he's come out of the Horseman music. He's come out of the Horseman music, and it yeah. wasn't that. No. I can't remember who's it. Uh, he, he basically said, "Yeah," he said, he "said I'd have to take that in somebody's festival." <laughs> and you're just thinking, this guy's been away for what two years? Mm. You've had him on telly. He can't wrestle. Yeah. He's back. He's coming out. Just playing probably the, the some of the shittiest music. Because at first. I just thought, oh, this is the network. Let's just put them. Yeah, put a dub on there. But... Great song on it, but no, that was no. the original one. They pressed the they check. It's pressed the wrong button. It's like how more WCWK. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll find out in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point, yeah. Um. So I mean, the Hollywood Blondes only they first team together in like October of '92, and then made their pay-per-view debut earlier in '93, beating the the legendary team of Eric Watts and uh, Michael Alexander Bagwell and then obviously they just come off of the feud with Steamboat and Shane Douglas and Tom Zenk under a mask so they've been champions for a few months now but like you said earlier they've been doing since Flair come back they've been kind of taking the piss a bit out of Flair and yeah. Arn they did yeah, a, like old, a, yeah. a Flair for the old didn't they yeah yeah. yeah. I mean the start uh, of the match Rip it or Austin stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Belly and that, and I just <laughs> yeah. This is some good stuff. This is. It's all you can tell that he's got like it's different because obviously it took a while for Austin to become you know the yeah. Austin that we know, but you could you could see it was in there. Yeah, yeah. 
you know. I mean, it's funny because they never, particularly Austin, he didn't want to team. No. And as he said himself, he said it was Pillman that came up with the the jackets, the sort of the the, the, the camera filming thing. Yeah. And um, but yeah, you can see the, the later in there somewhere. Yeah. But just to see Austin. Oh yeah, I mean, he was he was an incredible wrestler. Yeah. Before the injuries. Yeah. Um, but it's it's one of those things you never know. Would he he probably would never become a bigger star. No, as, he probably wouldn't have. If they wouldn't have released him and he wouldn't have got injured. No. Like we said before on this show, like that time when he obviously he was he was over when he had the injury with Brett, yeah. but he probably got more over in that, that time when he wasn't actually wrestling and he was just coming out and coming out just... stunning people yeah. for like three months because he had a fucking broken neck. <laughs> <laughs> that got him more over than anything. Yeah. Yeah, so it's funny how fate works out, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, so yeah, the young guys are taking the piss for the first few minutes, aren't they? And winding Arn up, and and then you get Flair comes into like a hot tag, and Flair's like, well, Flair basically is the boss in this match, isn't he? He's, yeah. yeah. Books I mean, like a fucking world beater. Yeah, he's like his first match back, so yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is superheroes. The crowd, I think, apart from in the six, I mean, once Flair comes in, they're just like they're almost rabid at this point. I mean. Yeah. I think really for Sting and for Flair. The crowd really did because, particularly with this, and they'd obviously been waiting a couple of months. It was, I yeah. think, there's no complete, so they're just in to see him. Yeah, I mean, the match doesn't maybe go how I would have thought it would. Yeah, I mean, you get all the kind of if you just forget about the he does all the flesh stuff, but whilst yeah. being cheered, yeah, rather than being kind of booed. Yeah, and he but, hate, he's always hate. Yeah, but it's quite good how you manage to kind of if you're a face, generally you have to wrestle at a different pace, don't you, than being a heel. Yeah, he, he could do that. Same thing. He never changed. No, he could no. still do the low blows. Yeah. The chop block. Um, see, so yeah, Flair goes through all the all the sort of classic spots. Uh, but even I mean, even this, so like the first fall in this match, I think Flair wins it with like a flying forearm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't come off the ropes almost. Like he a, even like and he does a little jump, but that's yeah. Just... But I think Iron's holding back Austin, who's trying to get in and break the pin up. Then he he pins uh, Pillman. To make it one nil. Obviously, we didn't say this is the best two out of three falls. So you know, every every best two out of three falls match goes to the third fall, doesn't it? You know, and it's for the world tag team titles. Yeah. The Hollywood Bonds have got. So it's very easy. You know, it's pretty easy to work out what's going to happen. So um, they get the first fall, and obviously yeah. Aaron's still pretty fucked. I started. They're like, well, we're going to a break. As they're going to break, yeah. you're a buffer going. <laughs> oh, unbelievable! Yeah. We just crowned and the new <laughs> world tag team champion. So obviously nobody a clue buffer in. It was a two out of three falls match. Yeah. It, or, I mean, I mean he actually announced the two. Out yeah. Three, but I don't think nobody. No. The rules of a yeah. two out of three match. But luckily they were cutting the break at that point. So. Yeah. But we but just got it. We got it. One of those things that I thought. Just say that. And I rewound it. I went, yeah. 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 Announce them as winners. It's yeah. going to be interesting when we come back. Yeah. But they obviously never mentioned that. No, they don't, don't acknowledge it. No. That never happened. So, yeah. So you get, um, yeah, so the next four, Iron comes in a bit more and Iron takes like a brunt of punishment, doesn't he? For the, yeah. the next sort of five or six minutes, building up to the hot tag to flare. But, but was it just me or when they was obviously, because I don't, I hadn't watched it or, or remember the result. Yeah. This was the point where I just thought, right, so they're going to work over a pin on. Yeah. Try up at one to see what happened. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen for the third fall. Didn't quite happen though, did it? No, well, I was thinking... Uh, and they were talking about Arn and his leg. Arn working yeah. Arn. Well, we know where this is going to go then. Mate. Yeah. He might get a hot tag. There's going to be another tag. Arn's going to get done. Or maybe Arn won't be legal. Maybe pinned. That'll make it one all. And we'll see what happens. But Yeah. I was thinking yeah. they'll make they'll make Arn submit or they'll make yeah. Arn tap out. And then Arn's fucked. And then it's just flare left. Then take him on for the final four. Which would, I suppose, make sense. Yeah. 
that's kind of what we got anyway, but without the iron tapping out. But <laughs> so, so yeah, without the third fall. <laughs> yeah, eventually, yeah, eventually you get the get the hot tag to Flair, and the Flair comes in, takes everybody out, and he's setting up uh, Pillman for the figure four. Cool. And you're thinking, obviously, he always wins with the figure four, doesn't he? he never, never, yeah, course, never mean, won with the figure four ever. Like, in, I mean, in I, think, I think you could probably run off the list of matches he won. Yeah. With the figure four. Yeah, but you see. Pillman, uh, not Pillman, uh, Wyndham storming down the yeah. ramp, gets to the ring, beats Flair up. So obviously it's a DQ, so it's 2 0. The horsemen have won. Yeah, but it's DQ, yeah. But, but that doesn't work. It's not in a two out of three falls match. Surely. It, it always used here, if I remember <laughs> rightly, didn't, um, was it SummerSlam 90 when Heart Foundation beat Demolition? So I don't mean. Upset. Oh, don't bring up the, yeah. But wasn't one of them a DQ? Yeah, but that's what, if the first one was a DQ and the second one was a normal four, would that mean that you've won? Well, it, it depends on what suits you. Doesn't it? <laughs> because you mean titles can't change hands, in, in a in a normal one-four match, but in, in a yeah, no, I mean that's that's a, it's, a, it's just a stupid fucking way of booking it, isn't it? <laughs> but that's that's the why not? Or considering the blondes and a tag team, why not? If you're going to do that finish, that's fine. I can understand the finish to a degree, but why yeah. would you? Then why not just tie it up? Because basically you've just had your t- you've just you've just had your tag team champions lose two straight falls. Yeah, now, even if it was one all and yeah. it got disqualified, that wouldn't be as bad, I don't think. No, because then that would make a bit more sense because it's one yeah. fall each. The last one was a DQ. Then you could say, well, title yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not two nil though. No, I'd be like, well, let's have another fall then. <laughs> you won two nil and we haven't won the title. Like, well, what, what can we? Yeah. But isn't there a short service WCW best three out falls, two out three falls match? I think for a, a tag title, and it went two straight. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, there was one fairly recently. It was like I think it was like might have been like New Day and somebody else. I think and it went oh, right, okay, yeah. two nil. It's like that never happens. Yeah, and I get that you have to see change it up a bit. That's a bit. I mean, for that sort of situation, that's fine. If you're doing it clean and then winning by sense, but you've just had your tag team champions lose. Yeah. To two guys, one cleanly. Yeah. The second one was a DQ when it, it was on the verge of winning it. Yeah. Not good. No. I think so. No. And then to make things even better, Paul Roma comes in straight from fucking, straight from the office. It looks like he's friends. come from the Lex Luger school of wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get involved. They, 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 I think look, I'm quite look. sure there was a bit of a flary one. I think they even said, here comes Paul Roma in his street clothes. <laughs> <laughs> if, he were, if, if he walks on the Yeah. Um, but my heart always sing, right? Oh, but, well, yeah. I mean, come on. Um, not that I've got anything against it, I just think he's, he's always <laughs> going to be known as the, but there was no mention of the four horsemen in this match. Well, the horsemen no. was there, it was, it was no. Flair and Arn, uh, Flair and Arn, Flair and Arn, Flair and Arn. and then oh, yeah, and Paul Roma's here as well, yeah. in his in his <laughs> straight from church, in his street it's, clothes. It's like nobody, oh, God, no, we're gonna put him in, but don't do uh, Then we get Wyndham doing an interview with Tony Schiavone, and he's like, Well, Flair walked away from the company, which is technically. True. Yeah. And he's scared of Wyndham, doesn't want any part of Wyndham. And then I like Flair just flies through. He just leaps, does that yeah. infamous leap and just suddenly appears. You can momentarily see the look of fear in Tony Schiavone's eyes. He's like, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's like, how's he getting that heart? Yeah. yeah. And he just lands on him and starts flailing away on him. And um, that's it. We're out of time. So I didn't mind that, literally that, for the last 10 seconds. No. But, but the, again, it's. But the actual end of the match. I know, yeah. I, know only, I know it's only a but as as we said, the 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 history of their dodgy finishes, bodge finishes. I can see what they're trying to do. I mean, you're obviously going leading to Flair and yeah, you don't really need to make it look that strong. Flair's already There's so strong. many ways you could have 
yeah. kind of led it to. You could have had even Wyndham just take Flair out and the, the Blondes win. Yeah. Because if they're going to lose and not lose the titles, there's no point in them losing, is there really? You might as well just. No, no. Like you said, you could have literally had a bit where Wyndham during the third fall when Arn's left stuck on his own already having his leg worked over. And so yeah. then he gets done for the two falls. I know it's not fair for Arn, but. No. <laughs> but I'm walking down the, take, I'm walking down the stairs the at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris yeah. has got a little tour of my house. Oh, this is a nice place here. Yeah. We could do well. a bit of work on it, to be honest. <laughs> right, as we're as we're discussing my uh, decor. So does that mean you live in the rough end of? <laughs> oh, well, I mean that's technically. A, that's a bit of a close-up of groin, mate. To me. Is it okay? Again, <laughs> the viewers will be loving that. Yeah. Um, technically, I'm in South Gloucestershire. I'm not actually in Bristol, so. So does that mean you've gone up in the world or? No, not really. No. But there's a, literally just around the corner from my house. There's a sign that says Bristol, oh. so um I could touch the border. I thought you were going to say just around the corner. There's a sign that says murder, 3:20 p.m. Those police ones. No, no, no. Get around my way. <laughs> or, um, or we're there. Well, he's a he's, he's handy with a knife, isn't he? That's what I've yeah, heard. But... From what I gather, yeah, and he's not. No, <laughs> he's not Scottish either. So no, um, no he's definitely. Not. <laughs> So we I've got the Meltzer ratings for this pay per view. He'd like to yeah. yeah. Go on, so um, Ron Simmons versus Dirty Dick Slayer got uh, half a star. Um, Regal versus Buff got a star and a half. Star and a half. Wow. Max Payne gets <laughs> gets nothing. 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 Gets nothing. Is it not a five star? It's not. It doesn't. It's just not even a. It just doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Um. <laughs> Wyndham and Two Cold Scorpio get three and three quarter stars. I mean, um, it's, yeah, it's not the match of the night according to according to Meltzer. So, yeah, the six man got three stars, which I think is a bit, a bit much for that match. Yeah. I mean, I, I like everybody stand- in it. Yeah, but... it's a bog standard of getting, like you said, the sort of bits where they're squashing each other is a bit, yeah, a bit comedic in it. Yeah, and the main event got four stars. I mean, the actual match, I think, really, up until the first, up to the first fall's good. I mean, there's a standard of a match, but I think that the finish of it all just takes it down. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. <clears throat> so I, I should have told you earlier, Chris, but obviously we get everyone to finish the show with their choice of their favourite current wrestlers theme song. Oh, so really? while you're thinking of that, don't need to. While you're thinking of that, I'm going to plug next week's show. So next week's Go show on. is. Um, <laughs> Talking about King of the Ring 2002 with Patch Warner, our old power from Free Peeps on the podcast, which is, well, spoilers, the year that Brock Lesnar wins King of the Ring. Oh, we also got um, Ric Flair versus Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle versus Hulk Hogan. One of them's wearing a wig. I'm not going to say which one, but uh, <laughs> <coughs> they're both bold. So. Um, and then The Undertaker, Biker Undertaker versus Triple H in a world title match, undisputed title match. It's, it's a, I've watched it already. It's a, it's a, it's a reasonable show. Um, also, Fincher's William Regal and Christopher Nowinski eating pasta. In, uh, <laughs> William Regal and Christopher Nowinski eating pasta yeah. in WWF New York. Okay. So, yeah, tune in for that, if nothing else. Sounds um, interesting. So I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in, as always. Yeah, if, if, if you want to, you can always tell a friend about the show. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Chris. I'm talking to the listeners out there. I mean, because uh, we've got a loyal band of listeners, but you know, any new recruits are always quite welcome. Um, 
and you know where to find this again if you listen to this and you don't know where to find the show i think you probably you know you probably come across the wrong program but um <laughs> millwall chris is available for bookings weddings bar mitzvahs funerals uh, funer- <laughs> yeah funerals is more appropriate probably <laughs> <laughs> uh where have you you see so obviously you've been on your episode of morty and fitch will probably be out by the time this comes out yeah 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 I, yeah I did a little running oh yeah you phoned me when i was at block party yeah yeah, yeah. well i i actually saw this anybody i don't even he put up on the group you know has yeah. anybody got blah, blah blah and i went i looked at him for oh, no, right, so that mm. i thought i'd answer and then the next thing you know <laughs> he was ringing you was he are you gonna you coming on yeah yeah give me five minutes and then that yeah was at 10 o'clock yeah and i popped on for five minutes it was about 10 past 11 by the time i come off <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah he's cutting a fair bit because <laughs> it was one of those very light just went yeah yeah crazy but have you got any more upcoming appearances anywhere uh no not as far as i know i haven't oh yes i do have one i believe that we both have them in oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that one, we've got. I mean, and I've got. I blanked honest, that from my memory. That one. So. I've got to be honest. I hope you've been some revisers. Oh no, bollocks. <laughs> um, any open, open any supermarkets, anything like that locally, or are you doing any PAs no, or else? Most things have been shut down. To be honest, okay. I mean, we've got uh, Kings and Queens Day at work tomorrow, where uh, yeah. the children are being invited to come dressed as a king or queen for the day in okay. celebration of our school is 150 years old this year. Oh, wow. And so they're doing a lot of things to 100 years. Obviously, it's the Queen's Jubilee, which I know not everybody is a, a fan of. Um, but so they're doing something like that in school tomorrow. Will I be participating in that? Yeah. I might just rock up as I usually do and just um, do my usual stuff. We have to be there, don't you? So. Yeah, I have to be there. I'm kind of around. I don't have to be around the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I've, I'm, I am open. <laughs> as my wife once to go to the opening. Yeah. And I said, I'm, yeah, I would. Hey, we're both, we're both going to Cardiff, aren't we? So yes, yeah, definitely, yes. Looking forward to it. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun one. It should be a good weekend. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. As it gets a bit close, I think. Yeah. There's um, I believe we've got obviously a few others who I would call like proper hardcore night drinkers. Yeah. Which could lead to some serious scenes. I just, I just, I, I can imagine it, me sort of kicking off if um, if Drew beats um Roman. I mean, yeah. But I'm, I don't even know if Roman left the title. He might not even be there, to be honest. Whether he'd even be here, to be honest. Yeah. He's, he's missing. Money in the bank, he's not going to be yeah. there, is he? I mean, I suppose for me, I'm quite lucky to see him in love. So. All right, don't boast. Yeah. And he did, and he did smash the granny out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to, you will get the chance to meet Steve in person. So, <laughs> that would be... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Is Steve actually coming? He is coming, yeah. Right, yeah. Renew. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, no, it's gonna be good I'll send you the rest of the list tomorrow. Yeah. It's how we start. You mean? Know, yeah. Started with Steve and we all. You mean? Know, yeah. And it was one of your podcasts. Podcasts I listened to that wasn't. This is gonna sound bad. It wasn't. A, it wasn't. I was gonna say it wasn't a professional. professional. Yeah. yeah. But you know, you know what I mean. I listened to Bischoff's arms. You mean all the Comrade Thompson. Yeah. Two people talk about wrestling. Quite a few of us now do. We're very tongue in just yeah, mm. talk about it, but we laugh at it. We don't take it all too serious. We don't have a meltdown because Sasha Banks has just left or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm, I'm not bothered by that. You take your ball, you go home. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. We need to go. What, um, late one. who you go in, uh, what, what theme are we going to play it on, Chris? You I can't have Roman well, Reigns. No, I'm not. Are you going to Roman Reigns? Okay. Right. It's a song that I often sing. Not Will Ospreay, is it? No. <laughs> 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 I sing it a lot. I definitely sing it at work. I'm going to yeah. go with it. 
Randy Orton with voices. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, we'll play out with that in a second. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for tuning in as always. Uh, support the show. Go and share it. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. And yeah. They counsel me. They understand. They talk And we'll be back next week. The King of the Ring Crazy Team Hatch. This will be Randy Orton's team voices. I've been Andy. He's been Mill Chris. Uh, don't follow Chris. Go and support Millwall. Go and support Ned Go and support Bristol City. Uh, I've got a TikTok. I am not a professional yet, but I keep mentioning it. Facebook is what I'm posting on in about 18 months. So yeah, that's it. That's the end. Bye, cheers, guys. Yeah. <laughs>